Hello and welcome to Hiccup, the podcast series that explores all things parenting and mum life. I'm Jen, aka Irish Mama Buys, and each week I'll be joined by a special mum guest. We'll have a chat, we'll answer some of your listener questions, and just have some fun. So sit back, relax, if possible, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. episode was brought to you by www.irishmamabies.ie. If you visit the website, you will find every episode of Hiccup Podcast. You'll find some recipes, some reviews, and lots more. Thanks for listening. This week's episode, I speak to Lou, aka Little Lou Cooks. Lou talks to me about how she trained as a chef in her 30s, and that how since having children, she's wanted to share her passion for cooking and skills with other parents. She talks to me about starting her own cooking class business and shares some invaluable kitchen tips with me. An episode so jam-packed with inspiration and ideas not to be missed hello and a big welcome to Lou from Little Lou Cooks to the show this morning how are you Lou I'm good Jenna thanks for having me on absolutely no problem at all um I'm loving your Instagram I've only started following recently I, I think somebody that I follow shared you or something um and all your content's so good well thank you I suppose um uh, yeah, I, I put up what happens at home kind of daily. I don't plan very much for what I what I share, but um, I, I cook a lot. So um, it's all cooking content um, and, and it's great to hear people get a bit of inspiration from that. Brilliant. How did you start with the cooking? How did it all begin? Oh, well, um, I, there's a long story in the short story. So <laughs> I suppose um, chefing, I was kind of late to chefing. Um, I had done a bit of traveling um, and come home and moved to Galway and was a bit of a crossroads in my career um, and heard about the chefing course. So I um, I signed up for a um, professional cookery course at GMIT um, and I was 30. I turned 30 that year. So uh, I was a bit late to the game, but as soon as I started cooking, um, I just loved it and just it sort of opened up the whole um, culinary world um, and uh, got started working in restaurants and worked all around Galway City. Um, so that was about, um, would I give my age away? <laughs> I give my age away, that was about 12 years ago. So um, yeah, so I um, was working away and then unfortunately COVID hit and um, what happened then was the place, the, the restaurant that I worked in didn't reopen. So mm. I had to um, kind of think of what I what to do next. So um, while be, while at home and COVID was going on at the time, um, I um, set up my Little Lou Cooks account and I started to share recipes. And um, I thought, well, I'm going to see if I can give some cooking classes as well. So that's sort of where the business began. Um, and um, I've been given online cook classes for just under a year. I started July last year um, and they've been good. Um, they've been, yeah, it, I suppose the Zoom has, was really popular um, last year. Um, and as things have kind of opened up a little bit now, they're, they're not as popular because people are out and about. Um, so, um, so, yeah, I suppose that's kind of the, 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 the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and also I've sort of been I've been giving classes for um for adults and for kids and for parents most recently. So um I hope there's something in what I you know the, the skills that I've learned in the professional kitchen. I really hope to translate them across to the domestic kitchen to the mm-hmm. domestic chef. 
I think there's a lot of things that um, that I've learned that um, can, you know, you can cook better in the time that you have because we're all so time poor. That's it. Yeah, I'm sure like in a professional kitchen, you have to have so many like little tricks and and ways of doing things that you would never think like and a person in their home kitchen would never That's right. think of. Um, well, what, I suppose the, the class kind of came about too, because um, and, and um, I suppose all the time, the person that I want to help in the back of my mind is a parent, mm-hmm. because I, well, I became a parent seven years ago. And, um, and, and nearly every day since I've thought, God, I feel so fortunate that I learned to cook because I have to cook for my kids every day. Yes. So, um, so and, and that's what I, I feel like, that's what I have to share with other parents is that um, it's, it's not, it's not, everybody has some level of cooking. It's not, you know, it's not impossible yeah. to cook. We're not brain surgeons or anything. But there is a few tricks that makes it easier to go about the job. Mm. So uh, recently I've, I've given some parent courses and, um, and we break down very simply, you know, the equipment in the kitchen. Um, if you have the right tools, it makes the job much easier. And it's just having sharp knives, a good set of knives, like a really decent, big, nice, big chopping board is really mm. important. And I have one, I was t- tell everybody in my class, I have one big plastic um, chopping board that I use only for veg prep. So I only use it for onions and, and garlic and veg if I'm doing a big soup or I'm doing a bolognese or whatever it is. But I don't cut bread on that board. I don't cut anything that is sweet because it might be tainted by the taste yeah, of the onion. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's my production. I nearly pull it out. I'm like, right, I'm going to do a big <laughs> load of cooking. You know, it sort of puts me in the mode. Um, and then um, I just spoke about, you know, different bits of equipment, smaller bits, a good box grater um, a really good peeler. You know, the things that you're like, you know, yeah. if, if it's slowing down the job, then it's frustrating and then you can't enjoy it as much. So if you, you know, it's just pay 10 euro for a good peeler. Um, but you can always add to your kitchen kit as well. Um, and I talk about spatulas. I love a rubber, good rubber spatula because you can scrape out the bowl and you get... Yes bits and there's no waste in it and it's even easier to clean then because it's not stuff all over yeah um, so there's simple things when you break it down but some of them parents are like you, you know I just didn't think of that or um if oh the other thing I love is um scoops ice cream scoops yeah so I, I actually have a set of three sizes so uh, large medium and small and I have silicone uh, muffin molds and I have mm-hmm. a large one and a small one like 24 in it and I can make 24 small muffins in seconds because I'm like Brilliant. Brilliant. so they're, they're, they're only small things but they're they sort of come from being in the kitchen all the time it's like but it's you a parent we're all short on time and that's the thing that um we all want to make home-cooked meals we all want to give our kids the best food but we don't, the time part is the, the, the bit that's precious. So you can't do it all. It's impossible to do that. But if you can set aside time to, um, to you know, to, to make the batch of bolognese or whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, that, it, you know, at least you're having a couple of home-cooked meals per week um, instead of zero. So, yeah. you know, everybody can improve it a little bit. So, um, I and I shared some um, nice skills as well, because, you know, if you're, if you enjoy the chopping part more, you might get a bit more out of it. And you can, everybody can improve their chopping skills. Even me, 
um, too. Um, but it's all about having, you know, the good knife is important. And there's no end of, um, you know, there's no end of clips on YouTube as well. If you would, you know, if you really wanted to learn how to dice the onion properly, I will show you. But you can also learn yourself. It's everybody can learn. Brilliant. It's so this is so relatable. Um, I'm trying to get these little knickknacks in the kitchen, you know, that sometimes I think, oh, gosh, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. And it makes yeah. such a difference. Even right. we um, we got like a gift from a friend when we got married. Um, he got us like a really good knife because he'd been cooking in our kitchen and he was like, Jen. <laughs> your knives are rubbish yeah, yeah, and he yeah. got us like a really good knife and like a sharpening stone and ever yeah. since then I'm like oh my god it's such a pleasure to cook with it and how did you ever manage without it oh you know I don't it's know like, and and um but people you don't think you just you just put up with what you have if you have a blunt peeler you'll always use it and you think oh you might think oh, I should get a new one or you might not even process that part because you just want to get through it because you know, yeah. for cooking is a chore for most people. It's not an enjoyable thing, but that's what I, I want to help people to kind of enjoy it a little bit more because we do it so often that, um, and it doesn't have to be that way. But the same thing, those ice cream scoops, I use it to make meatballs. Brilliant. I use it cookies. I anytime I can use it, I use it. So, that's so um, good. It just speeds it up. So you know, you still have to you still have to roll the meatball, obviously, but you'll just pour it portion perfectly. What did I make? I made something yesterday. I can't remember now what it was. I made something yesterday. I just the portions was they were just spot on, you know. So that's so just, good. Um, yeah. So and the other thing then is just you know is the batch cooking things that are simple. So if you are deciding to make your spaghetti bolognese, just when you're at the shop, just buy a second pack of beef and just double the recipe. That's it. That's all it is. Batch double. cooking is double it and freeze it. Um, just get freezer bags and um, a Sharpie pen, write on the bag first, um, write what it is and the date yeah. on it, and then, and then fill, the, you know, fill it for the portions that you would say, family, family four, there's dad's portion, mom's portion, and the two kids, you know, just use, you know, scoop out with a little bowl or something. Yeah. So you kind of get the portion amount. You just said that's family, you know, that's one dinner, one night's dinner. So it's not too much um, and it's not too little. And um, what else for tricks? Yeah. Would, sorry, I was just going to say, would you use Tupperwares or would you prefer to use freezer bags? Do you think it's better? I, do, I actually, I prefer, well, for, I prefer to use, I actually buy these biodegradable bags for, ah. they sell them in Duns. They do an extra large, like a six liter and a four liter. Oh, great. So I feel better knowing that um, I can put them in the compost for the bags um and um Tupperware can crack and it takes up a lot of space so I don't I, I tend that. to use the bag more um and just use the marker to write on first and the soups can go in there too you know just chill them down um, so right because I bought Tupperware recently to try and the bat do the batch cooking and I think like three of them are cracked <laughs> yeah yeah they're, they're really yeah they're really easy cracked when they when they when they're frozen as well um trying to think uh yeah, I suppose there's glass as well, but you feel better knowing that they're biodegradable rather than using plastic bags, that they're impossible to wash them out. You can't wash them, yeah. them out then. Brilliant. Yeah. That's some great tips. I'm definitely, definitely going to use them when I'm doing my next prep. <laughs> when do you usually do a prep? Would it be like a Sunday or? 
I do, yeah, I would, I, I do a Sunday morning um, myself. Um, so I, like I did one last week where I did meatballs and actually tripled the recipe. So it was a lot, um, but it, 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 time, it, does, it did, I did uh, muffins at the same time. I don't usually make one recipe at one time. It's the chef in me. So I'll do about three or four things. Brilliant. Chaotic it is, but I can do, um, you know, I could put on, I could start the uh, meatballs. So for the meatballs, you make the, I would do the onion and garlic mix and then add my spices and then let, let that go cool. So that's the first job. And then in the meantime, while the onions are on, I'll make some, a double batch of muffins. So mm. I have two trays of muffins. So, and I double the recipe. So I'll get 24 um, and, and then so pop them in the oven. So one is on the hob, one is in the oven. And then I think, okay, well, I might make some energy balls. So I do these oh, yeah. um, nut-free energy balls. So I'll double the recipe and they go into a blender. So not every not everything's on the hob. Yeah. Not everything's in the oven. So you can do, that's, uh, you know, it's another thing I teach in the class is actually to think about um, methods of cooking as well, because, you know, you can boil, you can steam, you can microwave, you can poach, you can um, grill. You know, there's, when you're cooking something, just because you've always boiled carrots, doesn't mean you have to boil them you know you can roast them as yeah well. steam them as well so it's um I think a lot of people are afraid of other ways of cooking things that they've sure. you know they've always boiled the ham because their mother, their mother always boiled it but you can roast you could roast it as well yeah um um or you know the beef or whatever it is so just to kind of open your mind a bit about how you cook your food now if you think this doesn't taste as good as it could and what way can I improve it? Yeah. So, um, you know, so so it, it, that's another thing we learn in, in college and in chef, when you learn to be a chef, is to think about the different methods of cooking too, that um, they can enhance your the food that you make already. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, and I think probably as well, like the more you do this, the like the easier maybe it becomes, like, you know, like how that's long it's going to take you that's what right. right. And, yeah. And the other thing too, you know, I don't know everything and no, no chef does and you're always learning. And um, I think I've learned a lot more from being at home since COVID, you know, actually being in my home kitchen because I'm not making the, the I'm not making the recipes at the restaurant, which, yes. you, know, are, you know, they're standard or whatever. So I've been a bit more trying out new things. So if I was to learn something new, I'll find the best cookbook with the best recipe. So if you do find a recipe book or everybody has a house full of cookbooks, you know, go through them and just say, okay, I'm really going to try that recipe and I'll stick to it. Um, you know, if you know the chef, you know, even Jamie Oliver, the, you know, the, most of his recipes are very good. You know, we can all improve our skills by, you know, just using the recipes that are there, getting yeah. a good cookbook. Um, and um, and and if you think, oh, that was good, but I hope the next time it will be better. You know, we can always improve it ourselves, make it a yeah. challenge. So um, don't think I can't make that or, uh, you know, everything is it's possible to learn, you know, and, and to learn to make new recipes. And don't just dismiss it because you think, oh, it's too complicated or whatever. Yeah, I think that's probably what a lot of people do. Like even me, like I sometimes like I've got about four or five recipe books here and sometimes you go, right, I'm going to cook something at one of these. And then you look and you're like, oh, <laughs> that sounds so tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I do in the, you know, to 
in the class was to kind of break down the whole starting from the menu plan. So I did say to everybody in my class, imagine you're a chef. Uh, you're a chef in your own kitchen, in your own house. So um, what's your surname, Jenna? McMonagall. McMonagall. So yours is the McMonagall restaurant and you're the head chef in your restaurant. You can assign your sous chef, might be your partner and your commie chefs could be your kids. And you've got one menu for the week. So the menu is your seven dinners over the week. So you write out the menu and the menu tells you everything. It tells you what you need to buy. And then when you've bought your ingredients and you, you do your prep list for the week. So, and then, so then it breaks down everything. So your menu dictates everything. If you're organized enough to get those seven dinners written down on a piece of paper. And I give a, an example in the class, like I don't, it's not seven nights dinners that need to be made. So one Friday was uh, breaded fish and chips that they're from the freezer. That's, there's no cooking involved there as such. Um, and then we had um, maybe a veggie, there was a veggie curry for the Monday and there was meatballs on the Tuesday. So they need to be made. So what day are you going to make those, you know, so that they're, yeah. they're and whatever day you decide to make them will make double. So then your, you know, your future self is going to love you for those and you'll stick them on a menu plan in two or three weeks time. So it really, <clears throat> if you put yourself in the mindset of the chef in the kitchen and, and you have that list on the wall, and you can say to your sous chef, you don't have to do all the cooking, by the way. The head chef doesn't always cook. Great. <laughs> you can say, look, yours is, uh, my, my husband actually is a chef as well, but he doesn't always cook at home. Um, so his speciality is mac and cheese. So he does. Oh, so so I'll, his, I'll be like, yours is Thursday night mac and cheese or whatever. Whatever. He has to, it has to be made someday, Wednesday or Thursday. So, right. uh, so uh yeah it's it's best practice um and it's all habit too and um i'm not brilliant you know i i do menu plan but i cook a lot of i do a lot of recipe testing for my classes mm. so i could have you know my my meal plan doesn't always i don't always stick to it but we will go back to it and i will say okay well we're i do have um I have four burgers in the freezer. They're homemade burgers. So I'm actually, I'll take them out for tonight for tomorrow's dinner. So, you know, your, your, your meal plan is brilliant. And it also, you can work in your freezer meals to, to say, well, we have the chicken curry is in there. So that's going to go on because I'm, I'm not going to be able to cook on Wednesday. So we'll defrost that Tuesday, you know, so it's just, um, it's, it's, it's the meal plan is key to really successful cooking at home I believe yes I love mm -hmm. that I love that um meal plan idea with the family all involved like it's great yeah really, really yeah. Good. yeah yeah um it's yeah it, it is tough sticking to it but just just swap things around um, and don't go too hard on yourself but do say okay I do want to have more like are we having enough home-cooked meals because convenience is yeah it's too, it, you just go into the shop every week you're tired you don't um, you know, you want something instant, um, but you can't beat the home cooked meals. Um, you know, so, so you just need to work them in a little bit more if they're not there yet. Um, but um, there's always ways of going about it, you know, so you just have to, you know, just have to make the time. Brilliant. I'm getting so many tips just in the last 25 minutes. So I can imagine <laughs> your course is like so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I do cook in the time as well. So and I did invite everybody to cook with me, but nobody did. But, you know, it was, it was an evening class. I had a, a morning class and an evening class. 
and that's fine too, you know, but so I cooked, um, I did a tomato sauce, we did some muffins um, and I did a cheesy pudding, but I wanted to show that you can make all this in real time yeah. um, at the same time, you know, it, or, yes. or do you, have, you know, space, you know, obviously everybody doesn't have loads of prep space, but it is actually just clearing a space, even if it's only a small one. I yeah. used to only, last year I got my kitchen renovated. So last year I only had a small space to work in, but I wouldn't have any appliances in that area. I'll just, you know, put the toaster somewhere else or move the stuff off the counter. Yeah, just have the space there. So you have your nice production chopping board. You have your nice sharp knife. Uh, when you put before you put your chopping board down, put a piece of wet kitchen paper or a tea towel underneath so your board won't slip. Then you you know I'm going to make that soup. I'm going to do a vegetable soup. Then I have a roses box. You know the plastic roses yeah. box for waste. They're brilliant. That's where I have. I kitchen. use one as well. <laughs> brilliant. That's perfect. Top marks. So I have that there because you don't want your car peel goes everywhere and you're like, oh god, it's a mess in a minute. You know so. Um, and have your vegetables out, just have everything you need for the soup in front of you. And you have your big pot there on the hob and just, you know, just it's, it's, it, everything has a system. So just, yeah. just, you know, get the onions on, get them sweating low and slow and then chop your vegetables. If you want your carrots to cook quickly, just cut, chop them small, you know, otherwise you're there for hours trying yes. to cook those carrots. Um, but also if your chopping skills are, if you improve your chopping skills, you can chop them small and, and you can chop it quickly as well once you improve them. So, you know, there's, there is a lot to learn um, and there's always a lot to improve. And, um, and, and it's great, you know, when you, once you're, when, you know, uh, so let's say you put on your soup and you put on your veg um, and you season from the beginning. So add a little bit of salt with mm. your onion. Mm -hmm. If you have smaller kids, you know, you're just mind yeah. your salt. Um, and uh, a layer of the seasoning. So if you, if when you add the salt at the beginning, that means that the, the seasonings will go through the vegetables. So you get a nicer tasting soup at the end rather than adding the, the salt. Yeah. Because then it sits on, the salt sits on, sits on the, the veg, but it doesn't permeate. It doesn't go into it. Yeah. So a little bit, a little, and even, you know, when you add the stock, there'll be a bit of salt in the stock as well. If you use, um, I like to use the, you know, the gel cubes, the lower yes. stuff. They're nice. Um, and there's a bit of salt in those as well. So you might not need to put any more salt in and on check at the end. And then when I do make soups, a lot of the time I would add a little bit of soy sauce at the end mm. rather than salt. Yeah. It's liquid and, um, and it adds a nice balance of flavors. as like a new mommy kind of flavor off it too. So Mm. Worcestershire sauce is another great um, thing to season with. I always put that in my bolognese, Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, mm. so, um, just for extra flavor. So you want it, you know, you want it to taste as good as it can as well. So it is about tasting it and seasoning it and adding a bit of bay leaf for, um, I use <clears throat> cumin and paprika a lot when I cook for, with my kids mm -hmm. for my, because they're, <clears throat> one is sweet, the paprika is sweet. The um and the and the cumin is bitter, so they everything adds so an element, and it's good to think of why you're adding the why you're using them. Yeah, everything has, everything has a purpose, and baking as well. You know, it's there's a science in baking, so it needs the raising agent, and then and then it needs something to activate it. So I teach people about when they make a muffin, 
uh, the muffins that I, the recipe I share is got baking uh, bread soda in it or bicarbosoba soda and then we add some acid to the liquid which is um, vinegar or lemon juice mm -hmm. so that activates the raising agent so it's good to know be always mindful of why you add things yeah and if I come across a recipe online <clears throat> and, and everybody has done it they've took took a recipe off the internet and they made it and it's been rubbish it's a disaster and you're like oh god I'm never making I made it I remember making a cheesecake and it was oh it didn't set and it was desperate <laughs> You learn, you start to learn why I'm like, I can read a recipe now. And I'm like, that's not going to, I know it work because I know that this, if the thing's missing from it. So, um, yeah, it's all, it's all learning. We're always learning. Um, and just to think about what you're doing, just don't throw it in the pot and hope for the best. It's also fun as well. That's it. Yeah. I suppose if you're going to put so much like effort and preparation into the meals, you want to make sure that they're going to taste good as well. <laughs> um, I'm going to try want to make one of your recipes this week. Um, you were telling me like it's a good recipe for families. Uh, was it the beef chili? Beef chili. Yeah. yeah. It's a beef and chorizo chili, so you're getting yeah. extra flavor from the chorizo. So I buy, um, I just buy my, my kids are young, under 10, so I just buy the mild chorizo. Yeah. Um, and if, if you're worried about, you can just use less if you're, your kids are younger than mine. Um, if you're, if you're worried about the kids, um, but anyway, it's, it's not spicy anyway. So, um, yeah, this, this recipe is great. Um, I taught it in my class last year and, um, I was thinking, how am I going to do this now? I had a few things on the hob yes. and I didn't want to brown the beef on the hob. So, so instead, and a lot of restaurants would do this when they're cooking huge amounts of um, chili or yeah. beef like this. They actually put it on brat pans and put it in the oven or sorry, in, on, you know, on trays and, and, and cook it up, brown it in the oven. Yeah. So, so you, it's, you, you will have a high temperature, the oven's high temperature because you want to brown it. You don't want to, you know, to just to steam it kind of. Yeah. Um, so it goes in and out pretty quickly, like 15 minutes. Okay. But it's nice because you can, while you're cooking your onions, you're doing your veg in the pot, the beef is in the oven doing its thing. And then you just tip it all in and add your um, tomatoes and, you know, add everything else in. So it's a nice one. Um, and then add your kidney beans as well. So everybody that did my class everybody still tells me that that's the recipe that they make most often is the, the beef chili so really that one yeah yeah very good i've never yeah. ever done that with the the mince before and it's yes. such a good idea yeah yeah and i also tell people to be mindful of the percentage of fat that they mm. use and so uh for this one i probably recommend um 12 fat because fat is flavor if it's too lean, you won't get the same nice yeah. flavor from it, and you're cooking it for a long time. So, I if you were, if if um if you were buying lean mints, I would tell you to make burgers with it. You yeah, know, like because it's quick. Burger. Um, and uh, I usually buy eighteen percent fat for my like bolognese. I would cook for two hours. Mm. The chili one is about you can you can cook it in about forty minutes, so the twelve percent is fine. Okay, so, I'm always wondering because I'm always like, I don't want to, I want to buy something that's pretty lean, but then you always notice if you buy it like really low, it's not very dry. It'll be dry. There's, yeah. it's, there's no, the fat will keep it moist. So yes. Um, 
And then I had a girl that did my class and she said she used to pour off the fat. And of course, you know, fat isn't brilliant either, but the flavor is in the fat. She said yeah. it would make a huge difference just to keep it in there. Um, so it'll soak into the kidney beans and it'll soak into the veg as well. So it's not um, sitting on top, you know, just stir it in like so. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> I know, it's a great one. But like I, I detect that I, I mentioned to you before, you know, I don't put chili into the chili. Yeah. Um, there's no heat in it. But um, I would have a big jar of jalapenos on site for the grown up. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know so, we and we love we love the Mexican nights. Um they also do um in the class I did tortilla chips. You just buy a, a bag of wraps, packet of wraps, and cut them up into triangles. Have you done this before? Yeah. And you put, <laughs> toast them in the oven. You can put paprika so good. um cumin on them if as well if you want, or just keep them plain. So um and we used to serve those in the cafe that I worked, the restaurant I worked in. Uh we used to make huevos rancheras oh. and we would to sort it, you could use the chili as well. Um, we would do a bean mix and then eggs on top and um, avocado and sour cream and then massive big tortilla. We do like, you know, there'd be a quarter of the size of the tortilla, oh. but a really popular um, brunch dish. So yeah, mm, really nice. Delicious. I remember yeah. when I discovered that, the wraps to make them into the tortilla chips. I was like, this is a game changer. Yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. so good. Yeah, yeah. But, but the kids love it too because they can dip them in and they're crunchy. Um, so they'll dip it into the sour cream or they'll put cheese on top as well. And I love the whole, when we're, we're you know, when we're eating, um, I love to share the food share yeah. on, on the table. So, um, and it just exposes kids to, to other flavors they might not try. Definitely. And uh, even if you don't, you know, my son is, Four today actually is his birthday day. He's, um, yeah, he's really, really fussy. Everybody thinks he's a brilliant eater because they assume that he eats everything that I make. But uh, he's a really fussy fella. But um, but it, but still, you know, the food is there. We eat it all the time, and I have faith that he will, you know, he'll improve because he can see us eating it. Um, my, my fingers are crossed <laughs> for Aww, that one. He will. He will. Oh, that's brilliant. My minds are so funny. Like. My daughter loves cucumber so much and my son loves avocado. So yeah. I always put like avocado on his and cucumber on hers, like on the yeah. side. But the That's two right. of them like won't, yeah. like he yeah. won't eat cucumber and she won't eat avocado. It's yeah. like their thing. Yeah. 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 That's it. No, that's it. And my, my two are the exact same. You you assume that the second will be the same, similar, but they're, they're all so different. Um, yeah. My daughter's brilliant. Um, She's great. Uh, she eats everything, and he's just oh. But anyway, oh, I'm making a cheese. I'm making um cheesy jam at the moment. I just threw oh. on a pot. Um. So and my recipe, I've shared it in my stories today. Um, and I can share it again with you if you want. Um, but it's great one for kids to get the chia in, and yeah. he'll use it. He'll eat it like jam. He like there's no sugar in it. Um, Lovely. I sweeten it. So um, just the, there is other ways of getting the good stuff in oh i'm definitely Sneaking. gonna try that my son yeah. loves jam like he could eat jam just from the jar and i'm like you can't do that then <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no this is we definitely have to try this one like i'll give him i'll give him a tub of it to eat after school because you know there's no i just sweeten it with honey and i use frozen fruit um raspberries and strawberries and chia seeds like half a cup of chia seeds so it's thickened mm. with the um but um yeah, I find with my Instagram, most of my uh, recipes that people enjoy are kind of the short ones. They're 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 not difficult at all. 
they're but they're just like oh god I never thought to do that it's like they're a just, secret it's like something you never knew but, but you know what, uh, what I know what it is as well it's the parents thinking I have time to make that yeah it's like four ingredients so I actually can make that I can't do the one where there's 20 ingredients so um actually we're all the same um you know Definitely. even even me I'm always running there's, <laughs> there's never surplus food because sure it's just never ending the eating as well so oh, do you, never, you never get on top of it so I don't want people to be under the illusion that just because you're a chef that you've like the things are overflowing with food it's not the case you just you I'm the same as everybody else I have to plan it out um, and I'm like what's for dinner tonight so um you know so but um it's good to have the few skills there that just makes it a bit more enjoyable you actually enjoy it and then what you produce tastes really nice so it's like it's worth making oh, those fluffy pancakes so yeah brilliant well yeah. we've got a couple of minutes left here I'm going to ask you have you got any mumspiration anybody that you admire maybe in the cooking world or yeah um I suppose like since being on Instagram um I've there's loads of mums on there that really inspire me every day um play with me mommy she's brilliant um Eva and um, so good. the two chefs Orla McAndrews she's a chef down in Cork um she's up for a uh, businesswoman of the year in the the, the network yeah she's there yesterday only the last few days um so I suppose there's, there's loads of mums on there that work really hard you can see that they're grafting and they're sharing and they're so um kind to share their story and I think um and mums like yourself that you know you're you're just you're you're putting yourself out there and you're making something of it and we're all struggling along you know it's it's a tough yeah. gig and um, we have to fight you know there's the highs and the lows of it which you have to make the most of um of every day because you know the, the, and that's what food is to me it's like we have to eat every day let's kind of get a bit of enjoyment out of it rather than going oh god exactly dreading it you know so exactly um yeah. oh I just love it I could talk to you all day literally yeah. <laughs> um, I know you love food it's great it's great yeah. to get <laughs> I can't wait to try your recipe um and I'm going to share your recipe on the blog as well um and what is your website, Lou? It's littleloucooks.com. Littleloucooks.com. Yeah. And have you got any courses running at the moment or can people subscribe now? Or I, I don't. I have a couple of kids' classes coming up. They're on my, um, there's a link in my bio on Instagram and um, you can find them on Facebook and you can find them on my website. And um, I'm, going, I'm doing an in-person demo this week on Thursday um, for a parent group and toddler. Parent Brilliant. Toddler. So I'm trying to get out of the building a little bit more now that things are opening up. Right. Um, so uh, and I'm really keen to do more in-person um, parent workshops in Galway soon. That's excellent. That's, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been lovely. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks a million. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Instagram at HiccupPod. For news and updates, check out www.irishmamabice.ie/hiccup. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast streaming app.